everybody. Welcome back to another episode, an episode where I want to talk about specific questions that you and I have asked so many times in our lives before and maybe are still asking them. And of course, these questions seem more of common sense of not to ask them. And you're thinking, okay, well, why is it important to talk about it? I think it's important to talk about it because I know for me personally, I've ran into so many instances where I've met somebody and I just lose track of like everything. And even my thought process behind like, this is what I'm supposed to say. This is how I'm supposed to say it. Not that it's staged, but like, this is how I usually act, but I'm acting totally different right now just because I'm so into this energy and feeling this energy that I'm asking questions that I would usually suggest people not to ask. And I think the goal behind, of course, these questions that we're asking is figuring out heartbeats rather than timesheets. And I think you don't want to find yourself in situations where you're asking about the job and and just so many of those redundant questions. Those, to me personally, are more background information than anything, especially the first time in an interaction. And when that usually does happen, by the way, if you've had it happen to you in your life, think back to how many of those interactions were like really awesome in that moment and time. But before we get into any of those questions, questions that we should probably stay away from, and you probably know these questions very well because you've asked them in your life at some point. I know for me, I probably do more than anybody and I'm more guilty than anybody, but I think it's good to be self-aware on it. I want to tell all of you about the sponsor on this episode, Water on Levy Streetwear Company. I personally believe in the streetwear world, streetwear niche, whatever you want to put that into. They are one of the best because their designs are some of the trendiest I've ever seen. Super stylish and super affordable. They have designs from pop culture to sports to really anybody influential, maybe somebody that you're following. And I want all of you to take advantage of an offer I have for you today by heading to wateronlevy.com. Levy is spelled L-E-V-E-E.com and use code A-N-T-1-5 for 15% off of your order. Again, that's code A-N-T-1-5 at wateronlevy.com. So I want to talk about these questions that you and I both need to work on staying away from. And I'm going to give you three questions right now, and I'm going to try and think of this as I'm talking, but I'm going to give you three questions right now that are absolute no-goes, and if you do ask them, just know your chance of success and whatever you are trying to accomplish is not going to be very high. And by the way, you and I have asked these questions so many times, maybe you asked them today to somebody. These three questions. Um, Okay, first one. What do you do for work? Awful question. Another one. What do you like to do? How much do you make? Just thinking of those now in this moment, I can't think of any way you can pivot those conversations. Maybe the one about what do you like to do, but the other two about work and how much you like, those are dead end questions because you cannot pivot and take the conversation where you want to take it. And I think even worse is, of course, if you're asking about exes and all of that, it's a total disaster. And for those of you out there listening right now, you're thinking, well, why would I ask these questions? That's a good thing because I've been in a lot of situations where I overhear conversations, I hear people talking, it's like, wait a minute, you're asking that question? Why are you doing that? And by the way, I'm by no means exempt from any of this. I'm sure I've asked those three questions within the past week, 
maybe to somebody that was really intrigued by. But the most important thing is you cannot lead with these questions because you're going to be just like every other guy out there who is not creative, can't think of something funny. And of course, by doing that, that comes by putting yourselves in more and more situations. And of course, I've been in a ton of them. I also do believe questions that are worse than those three that I just mentioned are questions that are predetermined outcome questions that focus on a long-term view. What this does, and studying the behavior psychology and so many people that I've met, this makes the other person that you're talking to go into panic mode and think of all the reasons why not to talk to you, to give you the time of day, because you're so focused on this long-term view. Even though your intent is really good, your intent is, hey, I just want to see where this person leans on this or that. And I'm not a big proponent of asking these questions. And you can understand why, because I don't want the other person to ever get into a state where they're in panic mode or think of so many reasons as to why this is not going to work. Of course, there is a time and place for those questions. But if you are in a recent interaction and a new interaction, if you do ask these questions, I'm telling you, you will not have success as somebody who has asked them before, learned the hard way, and I want to share this information with you. And by the way, if you're sitting here still thinking, no shit, dude, we get it, that's a good thing because you are so much farther ahead than so many people out there, and I can promise you on that. But if these topics do come up, be smooth about it and make sure to try and find some way to tie in questions and really comments about the person that you were intrigued by their feelings doing X, Y, or Z, whatever that looks like. And I think for guys out there, what I try and explain is if a woman knows that you are deep enough to ask about their feelings and talk about feelings, you're in a really good spot because the stereotype with guys is we don't have feelings. We don't like talking about them, especially in a group setting of guys, which of course a lot of women tend to see us in. And I can totally understand part of that stereotype. So if you are a guy out there, make sure you are able to ask about feelings, understand feelings, and don't just ask the question if you don't know. You got to put time in and, and get, again, get yourself into so many situations as possible. That's the only way this thing is going to get better in your life. And something that I should not have to say, but I will say it, just mention it really quick. If you are the guy that is complimenting women, you have no chance. And I know some women that listen to that will say, well, wait a minute, I like to be complimented. That's fine. But you and I both know that there is a fine line between overdoing it and not doing it at all. So you have to walk it. And I actually don't even love walking it because, again, the behavioral psychology of, are you really into me? Am I really into you? I think that's super interesting. And I love trying to figure that out with every new person that I do meet. But you also have to think about, too, how many other dudes are saying that to her? So we talk about differentiation. We talked about it on the episode a year ago, which, by the way, we are now a year into this podcast. I cannot believe how fast time has gone, but really I can believe it because of what happened this past year. It's amazing, and I want to thank all of you guys out there who have been here for this ride. Uh, I wasn't sure, as some of you have known, how long this thing would go on. It was more of something we were doing on the side. We'll see what happens. And of course, you guys know uh, our following from what I was doing in college and TV. 
um, in a totally different sector now, of course, is translating to this. So I want to thank you guys for that. I really do from the bottom of my heart. It's now almost over a year into this thing. I think it was May 1st last year, episode uh, first dropped in 2020, and the planning was well before that, probably in April and even March too. So thank you guys who have been here for this whole entire ride. I know we've been a year in, but uh, thank you so much. I really cannot say that enough. So even on top of the compliments that I just mentioned, I don't even know why I should have mentioned that or why I had to mention that, but I'm glad that I did. We got to get away from it. It's not helping you. It's not helping the other person because I know for me, speaking personally, I've heard that like a little bit before. We'll just keep it a little bit. I don't like that at all. It's not attract like it is not attractive at all. So just stay away from it if you're a guy out there. I know guys have more challenges with that than women. But also I've found some women who do that to me and it's just like, I don't like it. I don't. And I know that's personal and indifferent to everybody, but I really do not like that. And as the guy, I know that your intent is usually good. You're trying to figure out what works, what doesn't. You're trying to see if something could work with somebody that you're into. But what women will deem your questions as, especially if you're asking questions that I mentioned already, the direct questions about work and what do you like to do and how much do you make. I don't think the what do you like to do one's that bad, but it's not great. They will look at that and deem that intentional ignorance, meaning this guy has no idea what's going on. This guy has whatever. I, of course, being the guy, know that it's unintentional ignorance. And we don't want, of course, intentional ignorance to be involved and definitely not unintentional ignorance too. So we have to get away from that. I'm telling you, as the guy that makes this mistake a lot and is working on it and has done a pretty good job, at least I think so, of getting better and growing from it, the only solution to this is putting yourself in as many situations as possible, and you will most definitely thank me later for that. Conversational vision is so, so important, and with the more real-time situations that you put yourself in, as I already mentioned, you're going to find yourself so much more confident and really just able to do so much more than you ever thought because of the real-time situation. Just think about it. Just like when you're going to, to get your license and you're reading that book and you think you know everything you need to know until you get in that car and something comes flying at you that was not in that book. I'm telling you, you got to put yourself out there. I know it's kind of weird with COVID and different things like that, so... It's a whole other conversation. And also something really important too, maybe you're thinking to yourself, okay, well, you just laid out some questions that I should not be asking. What questions should I be asking? Well, I think you and I both know that you got to be different, got to find a way to match the vibe. And if there's no vibe there, don't force it. But there's not a list of questions or a playbook that I can give to you to make it work. I've said this so many times and I already mentioned it here. Like I hate being tied in with other relationship podcasts in this sector because a pretty large portion of them are some sort of playbook to get X, Y, or Z. And I don't like doing that and being tied in with that. So you got to feel out the vibe. If it's working, it's working. If it's not, don't force it. That is something that I have learned. And by the way, how many of you, and I'm thinking this now, how many of you have had conversations with people Specifically like a potential partner where what 
both of you are saying makes total sense to you two. But if somebody were to step in and, and read the thread, they'd have no idea what you're talking about. I've had this happen to me recently, but I've had it happen a few times. And when it does, I don't know about you. It's one of the greatest experiences in the world because those questions we talked about that you should not be asking have no space or capacity to come up in that thread because that conversation is so damn good. And it's funny because most people who are not as in the the dating world, whatever world you want to call it, would think that the good questions to ask are the ones that I'm saying not to ask. And then the questions and conversation in a thread about things that make no sense to random people, but make sense to two people actually is kind of the thing to do to see if there's some sort of chemistry or something ends up working out. So I want you to think about that. If you've had that happen to you in your life, let us know. You know where we're at on social. Email the show, standardprocedurepodcast at gmail.com. And the moral of the story, guys, we're trying to figure out heartbeats, not timesheets. And with what I already kind of went over, you got to stay away from the background questions is what I consider them as. And some people, of course, think they're primary questions. If you do lead with those questions, you're not going to have a very good chance of seeing something through. You got to figure out the heartbeat. And if it's not there, do not force it. I cannot stress that enough. Okay, really quickly before we get up on out of here. If you are in a situation where you are with a group of people, specifically women, we all know that guys are scumbags. Guys can be very, very brutal. And I'm not saying women are exempt from that. But my point is, I have seen a lot of instances where guys have tried to take advantage of women by slipping something into their drink. And by the way, thinking back now specifically to, I don't know, maybe December, November-ish, I saw this happen to three girls in Miami, and I stopped it every time, of course. But what I've been doing since then is positioning myself between myself, her, and everybody else, and maybe even a group of girls if that is something that you're going to do. Trust me, this is something you're going to want to do. So you got to put her, if there is like a wall or if there is some sort of structure, you have to have her back facing that. And I want you as the guy to have your back facing the crowd. Now you're sitting here thinking to yourself, why would I have my back facing the crowd? That sounds like the dumbest thing ever. I can't see what's going on. You can, of course, move and rotate back and forth, but you have to eliminate any chance at all that a guy is going to come by if she was in the position that you're going to be in or slip something in her drink or what I've seen happen so many times. And again, I've stopped it every time you have the one guy bump into the girl, you have another guy come through and slide something. And I've seen a lot of shit people. And what I want you to do, as I just mentioned, always have your back face towards the bigger group of people and put her against some sort of wall where her back is against a wall where nobody can get in there and slide something in. That's so important. I don't know why that's not talked about more. And when you do switch positions, I know when alcohol is flowing, things can move. Whatever happens, happens. When you do get into that position and things do change, she might find herself in the place that you should be in. And when that happens, if there are people walking by that you're suspicious of or you think, oh my gosh, I don't like that. That just doesn't feel right. 
I've had this happen specifically to me in instances, and I do this now, and it gets you a ton of compliments, but I don't love them because that's not the reason why I do it. If she's drinking something, make sure that when people do walk by to cover it, because I can think back to within the past couple of weeks, I ran into a a situation where I had that happen. Uh, Two dudes walked by us, and I covered her drink. I put my hand on top of it because it was more of like an open cup or whatever. I watched these dudes then walk past me and then I looked at them as I was covering her drink. Like I did this self-consciously and both of them were looking at me and staring at me. And I thought to myself, I think I just saved somebody. Now I'm not saying that anything was going to happen, but I could just tell that it was a little bit weird. She was kind of in an awkward position. Her drink was really exposed and this is what I'm trying to get to. I just covered it for that second and time. And of course, that get will get you a ton of compliments, but that's not the reason you should be doing it. So for every guy out there, we're going to have an episode on protecting women. And I know if you're a woman out there, you can protect yourself. You're independent. I've gotten that speech before. But when you're out as a guy, you got to take care of people. And this is something that I've been doing within the past few months. And it really has worked. And it's something that you should be teaching people, not only your women friends, but also your guy friends too because I've had this happen to me before, believe it or not. And it's not a fun experience, especially if you leave your group of people. Also, something too, if you do have a, a drink that is more of like a bottle, and we'll talk about this on the, on this episode we're going to do, if the drink is more of a bottle, I want you to put your thumb on top of it and just walk around with it. I know it's going to feel awkward. It's going to feel a little bit weird uh, at the beginning. It's going to feel like it's going to slide out. But just trust me, you're better off safe than sorry. And I, I want to make sure that you guys are protected. But when it comes to women, guys, I don't take any chances. And I want to make sure that everything is done the right way. And when I saw that, guys, you hear about it and you hear about it so many times happening. But when you experience it and you see it with your two eyes, you're like, wait a minute, what is going on? And I can tell you, if you do this, you're going to feel so much better about yourself. So with that being said, that's the episode. We're going to have an episode on that at some point in the near future. Next week, we're going to talk about recognizing a player, the red flags within that, things to look out for. And yeah, we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, that's the episode. Shout out to Water on Levy for sponsoring this episode. If you have missed a partnership acquisition that we have made, you can head to anfrella.com slash partners. There's deals there, discounts there for you. Check it out. You will not be disappointed. And with that being said, I hope all of you have the best week and I will talk to you later.